Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Economics Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping young people be successful with money. Join us as we discuss personal finance, financial literacy, investing, the psychology behind being financially fit, and much more. Here's your host, Jerry Dixon. Good evening, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to episode 63 of the Millennial Economics Podcast. Um, housekeeping out of the way as usual. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, if you've learned anything from it, if you're new and have not left a review yet, wherever you are listening, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, right now, it's one of the best ways to support the podcast. Um, a lot of you are listening on Spotify. Um, if you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, that helps the algorithm and helps the podcast get in front of new people. If you are on Apple Podcasts, which many of you are as well, um, you can review it on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I didn't know exactly what I was saying there for a second. Um, so let's dig right in here. Um, so I wanted to go over, just kind of do a different episode and go over three different examples of compound interest, three different scenarios, I guess you, you could say. And I want to go through those together. Um, this is going to show us a few things. Not only is it going to really show us the power of compound interest, but it's also going to show us the power that inflation can have against our money, okay? And when we talk about inflation, we mean the rise of the cost of goods and services throughout the year. Basically, our money becomes less powerful, you could think of it, um, the more time goes on because goods and services increase, and so our money becomes less valuable, okay? So a great example that I always use is, you know, 50 years ago, a loaf of bread might have cost 50 cents. I don't know what it costs, maybe less, and today, a loaf of bread costs, let's just say, 2 to $3. Okay, so if you had 50 cents back then, you could buy a loaf of bread. If you had 50 cents now, you could buy a few slices. <laughs> okay, so it's going to show us um, inflation. It's going to show us compound interest, which means interest that we gain on the interest that we've gained, right? So if we have $100 one year and we make 10%, then the next year it's going to be 110 And then we make 10% on the 110 which would be whatever it is, 100 and, is it 11, I think? Um, so, or 121, excuse me. So it compounds and compounds every year. It builds on itself and creates exponential growth. This is how the wealthy become wealthier because they invest large sums of money and that money accrues money and then that money that was already accrued money accrues more money and so on and so forth. So it's gonna, it's gonna unveil a few things and it's also gonna show us the importance of investing consistently and investing early. Okay, so let's dig right in here. So the first example we're gonna look at, and all the examples I'll say are, are all starting off with an initial investment of $0. So this is if you were starting fresh, okay? In this first example, um, there's gonna be a $500 monthly contribution into said investment, okay? It doesn't have to be anything specific, but into said investment. And uh, this length of time that we're going to take a look at is over the course of 45 years. So in my head, I was thinking if a 20-year-old invested until age 65, okay, how much money would they be able to accrue? And then the last variable here that we're going to take a look at is the interest rate per year that the money is, is getting in this set investment, okay? Um, I pulled 7% because historically the S&P 500 has returned between 7 and 10% every year, okay? On average, some years are more, some years are less, but on average, 
it's between seven and 10%. I wanted to go with the lower side of that um, just to give us a more realistic example. Okay. And this, this, these type of numbers are things that are good to use if you are investing in a very highly diversified fund, um, like an ETF or an index fund that follows the S&P 500. Okay. If you want to learn more about what these diversified funds are or what ETFs or index funds, index funds are, or what compound interest is, or what inflation is, take a look at a few of our previous episodes of the podcast, um, to search it. And you'll be able to find that there. There's, there's, we've spent lots of time talking about both of those, and both of those topics have a, a podcast dedicated to themselves. So um, let's reiterate. So initial investment of zero, a monthly contribution of $500. The length is 45 years, thinking a 20-year-old that starts to invest up until consistently every month invests up until the age of 65, and the interest rate every year that money is gaining is 7%. Okay. So at the age of 65, this is pretty wild, this individual would have $1,714,495, okay? And here's the even crazier, crazier number to me. The amount of money they would have contributed to this fund would have been only $270,000. That $270,000 that they invested over the course of 45 years would turn into 1.7, over $1.7 million due to compound interest. Okay, so it shows the importance for all of you out there that are younger. Start investing now and start investing consistently. Okay, because the amount of, the more amount of time we give our money to build and to let compound interest work, the better. All right, so let's take on, let's go on to example number two. So again, in this example, um, we are going to start with $0. This time, our monthly contribution is going to be $1,000, okay, $1,000. The length of time is going to be 30 years. So I'm thinking somebody that's 35 years old, that's just starting to invest, and they're investing um, much more aggressively, really, than our 20-year-old our that we just looked at in our previous example. They're, they're investing double the amount of money, okay? And the estimated interest rate, again, is 7%. In this example, at 65 years of age, this individual would have $1,133,529. Okay, so again, the, uh, they would be a millionaire by the time they retire. That's great. 35 years of age is, is 15 years ahead of the 20-year-old, so that money doesn't have as much time to grow. They're investing more money, double the amount than the 20-year-old is every month, and yet they didn't even get close to having in that fund the amount the 20-year-old did by the time they retire. And the total amount invested, so the actual amount of money this 35-year-old would have invested into this account was 360000 So they would have invested $90,000 more into the account than our 20-year-old, but yet have about $600,000 less by the time they're 65. Again, we are showing the power of compound interest and the power of investing early, okay? This 35-year-old invested more money, almost $100,000 more into this fund, but yet when they retire, they have almost $600,000 less. Pretty remarkable when you think about it. And our final example. So we're gonna take a look at a 45-year-old individual. This 45-year-old individual 
started with zero. Okay. Their monthly contribution is $1,500, right? So we're stepping it up another $500 every month. Um, they, yes, I just want to make sure I have my numbers correct. So, um, in 20 years, they would be 65 years old. And again, we're looking at an average annual interest rate of 7%. Okay. So this individual, when they retire at 65, would have $737,918, okay? Much, much less, even though they're investing much more every month. And the important number to look at is the amount of cash they would have actually invested into this account. So if we take a look here, this individual would have invested $360,000 into their account, much like this $360,000 number should sound familiar because um, our previous example of our 35-year-old also invested $360,000, yet the 35-year-old ended with $1.1 million and our 45-year-old ended with $737,000, not even close to a million dollars. So I, just, I really wanted to talk about this um, because it really, really digs into the importance of investing early, investing consistently giving your money the most amount of time to work for you, um, it will pay dividends. You know, if you start this habit early, you don't have to be nearly as aggressive throughout the way to really get um, to a place that you want to be. So um, that is all that I, I, I wanted to share. I love looking at compound interest calculators. I love looking at how I'm tracking with the amount of money that I'm investing and when I want to retire. By the way, I don't want to wait till I'm 65 years old to retire. I'd love to retire earlier than that. So this is a great way if you have those aspirations to either retire at a, a quote-unquote normal age, maybe 65, or if you want to retire early and you won't know about how much money you want to have in your account, this is a great way to take a look at that. So um, thank you all for tuning in. Um, again, we'd love it if you reviewed the podcast and we will talk to you next episode.